Blog Talk Radio. This is the introductory session of a study called Your Twelvefold Divine Power. And I want you to know that I'm talking about you, the title of this series together. My Twelvefold Divine Power. Together, my Twelvefold Divine Power. Perhaps that's news to some of you to know that you have divine power. And not only that, you have a twelvefold divine power. It indicates that there are twelve aspects to your divine power. This is an esoteric study of Jesus and the twelve disciples. The twelve disciples representing the twelve disciplines of your mind are the twelve aspects of the twelve attributes of the twelve qualities of the twelve faculties of your mind. Mostly the theologians think of Jesus and the twelve disciples as historical figures or theological figures. But ladies and gentlemen, the whole Bible is a book about you. Say to yourself, the whole Bible is a book about me. The whole Bible is a book about you and the way your mind works. You see, the Bible is a manual of mind operation. I like that. And all of the characters and the events and the places in the Bible represent various aspects of the operation of the mind of man, the mind of God in man. Now, in this esoteric spiritual study, in this esoteric Bible study, Jesus and the twelve disciples represent you and the twelve faculties of your mind. The theologians never guessed it. You'd never learn this in a million years in the average church or school. I'd like to get into some definition here. Let's define Jesus. And you see, Jesus may be defined from a historical point of view, from a theological point of view, but I've got news for you. Jesus is more than history. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is more than history. Yes, Jesus is Mary's baby, but Jesus is more than Mary's baby. And Jesus is more than just a theological concept. I'd like to share with you one of my understandings of Jesus. Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man. Jesus is every God-conscious man. Jesus is the one, everyone who knows I am. Jesus is the mastermind in man. And I don't want this just to be something impersonal. We must make it personal. Because here the Christian evangelists are very correct, maybe more correct than they realize when they invite us 
to accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior. You see, God must become personal to you. Jesus must become personal to me. Now watch me blow your mind. I'm going to bring it even more closely. God must become personalized in me, through me, and as me. God must become personalized in me, through me, and as me. And you see, this is what makes and made Jesus Christ what Jesus Christ is as a person. The fact that Jesus was so God-conscious that God became personal and personalized in Jesus, through Jesus, and as Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus became and was so conscious of God that when Jesus spoke, God spoke. But if you leave that on the shores of Galilee, you've missed the point. If you put that 2,000 years ago and leave it there, you've missed the point. Because what did Jesus tell his disciples are the disciplines of his mind. What did he teach the faculties of his mind? The works that I do, maybe you'll do. No, the works that I do, shall you do also. And in order to do the same works that the master did, you must have the master mind. You must have the master consciousness. You must have the master power. And you see, this is the whole idea of Jesus and the twelve disciples. You must give to every one of the aspects of your mind the master power. Let me hear every one of you say, I have the master power of God in me. See, this is what made Jesus a master. He had the master power. These titles are not just titles that you can pin on you. You must get these titles in consciousness. That's why I'm glad for those of you who are talking about certificates. I like for you to have your certificates and your credits. But realize that all of your real credit is in consciousness and what you do with it. Some people are more desirous of the title reverend than they are of the consciousness which alone can make you reverend, a practitioner. Ladies and gentlemen, only the consciousness of a thing can make you that thing. No man can say that Jesus is the Christ except by the Holy Ghost, except by the Holy Spirit. You must have the spirit of whatever you want to be. So then Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man, that within you that knows who and what you are in God and who and what God is in you. That's Jesus. And this must become your personal Savior. It must become personal to you. You must personalize it just like Jesus did. I've got news for you. The only difference between Jesus and any other person is purely consciousness. Jesus is God's Son, and Jesus knows that. And the only difference between the average person and Jesus is that a man is God's Son, but man doesn't know it. This is why, again, Jesus said, you shall know the truth. 
And the truth will set you free. When you know the truth, that you are the Son of God that sets you free from the belief that you are a son of a gun. And it sets you free from all that sons of guns are heir to. The truth of you is that you are the Son of God. You're a child of God. And you see, when you are born again, you are born into this mind. You are born into this consciousness. You're born out of humanity into divinity. So this is Jesus. I've told you before and it's worth repeating. When I say Jesus, I mean something so far beyond what the average person is thinking about. When I say money, I'm talking about something infinitely beyond what the average person is even thinking about. People think I'm just talking about dollars and dollars alone. When I'm talking about the one thing that is everything, which we call consciousness here. Because again, a part of our definition of Jesus says that Jesus is the one, everyone who knows I am. Because in the scripture, I am says, I am God. And beside me, there's none else. And I'm going to give you this again and again and again and again and again and again until you produce it and demonstrate. I am is awareness of being. Now, just stop and think about that and feel that for a moment. You are announcing your awareness of being. You're saying that you am. Bad grammar, but good meaning. I am aware. This statement unmasks God. This statement is the unmasking of God. In the scriptures, God is hidden behind many masks, as it were. And to those who do not have spiritual discernment, you see, God is hidden behind the personality of Jesus Christ. Whereas the truth is, Jesus Christ is to be the revelation of God. Every man is to be the revelation of God. You are here to be the revelation of God. I am here to reveal God together. Because I want to make this clear also that these are training sessions as well. It's going to heal you. It's going to enrich you. It's going to solve your problems. So stick around. I am here to reveal God perfect good. Don't you forget that. I am says I am God. The awareness of being. I didn't open up my mic and blog talk. Um, so, what, what should I say about this whole thing? I've never seen this stuff work. I've had people present it to me in a million ways. I even have a book that talks about this, and it's never worked. And what I don't get is what people don't understand about what proof is. Just because someone says something works, that's not proof. You see? That is not proof that something works. What proof is is that you yourself or someone you know and you got the documentation, you went in there and you came out, but what you said you went in for with doing this 1099A process. 
That's proof. Everybody is throwing out theory. Oh, you have to do it this way. This is the way it's done. Okay. I had a lot of people who disputed me the other day on the video. I said, well, okay, no problem. Go, go shut me up. Go get the proof and show me what you saying is real. Show me. Just, just go get it. Hey, I did this. This is how I filled it out, put it in. And this is what tonight's show is dedicated to. You can call in at 563-999-3615. If you are one of those people who believe this works and you have a case and you want to share it with me and tell me why you believe it works. But I already know that nobody's going to get on here and and get on him and talk to me about it, you know, show me any proof. I already know that there's not going to be any proof tonight. I'm not going to get any callers. I know that. If I do get a caller, it's still not going to be proof. I know it. It's, it's, listen, people, there's one way for success, one way. Put it in your mind that you want to be successful at something, Go for it and work hard at it. And don't even let anybody stop you. This whole idea of getting something for nothing always leads to problems. Always. If problems I'm talking about, a lot of time spent going after these things, a lot of uh, headaches if you don't get in trouble with the law, you know, because they're going to try to say you did something fraudulent, things like that, why put yourself in jeopardy? How about just go out there and create a business or, you know, work on your passion, something that you're, you're really dedicated to and you feel strongly about. How about working on something and, and making that work and make money at it? This is my passion, teaching the public, teaching you guys about how to set your status correction, and then sharing my contacts of people that can help you do other things. Now, I teach people, I don't teach, but I introduce people who uses the 1099A with their trust and file them properly. And he, him and I even had strong conversations about, um, you know, about this whole 1099A, using it as a check. And so he said the same thing, show, it, show me the proof. Show me the proof that it works. I get on, I've, I've done many videos coming with, hey, this, I talked about discharge, how much that's junk. I talked about negotiable instruments, how much that's junk as well. It's, you know, people on here listening can tell you, they've tried it. They gave it a, listen, I give you A for effort for giving it a shot. I've done, listen, I've done everything they're talking about. I've tried it. I have. I told you I was going to pull out my files and show you our stacks of papers that I built up trying that mess. And all I did was spend a lot of time when I could have been studying something that was more beneficial. And I figured that out. That's how come I'm good at what I do. That's how come I get remedy. That's how come I was able to help get rid of over $90,000 worth of student loans with one letter. One letter. I showed y'all the proof of that. One freaking letter. I just showed how I was able to do that. Go to the video I did two videos earlier. I showed you guys. 
I didn't show you the letter. No. Some people complain. Oh, I, I don't give it to people straight. I speak in, in tongues. I speak in parables. Yes, I do do that. Because I'm appealing to the spiritual side of you to get you out of that low vibrational thinking that keeps you from seeing the truth of what's really going on out here. And the truth is that the only way to freedom is by this. Putting forth the kingdom of heaven first, then all these things shall be added to you. The kingdom of God, whatever you, there's different translations of that. Put that first. Work on your spirituality first. I promise you, once you get that in order, everything, your finances, your relationships, you, you become a better person. You begin to love and appreciate yourself more. Once you do that, the reason why people are not happy with themselves because they are not in line with their spiritual nature. They're in line with the physical. They're in line with what they can touch and feel and see. But they forget the one principle, that things that are seen come from the things that are unseen, meaning the things that you conjure up in the higher consciousness of your mind. And I, I'm very specific about the higher consciousness because you can have stuff in your mind, but it may not be higher consciousness thinking. Ooh, that was strong. <laughs> I can tell I haven't had, had that in a minute, so it's not getting used to it. Got backwash with some water. Man, go for the spiritual things, the intangible. Work on your spirituality. Get whatever it is you believe to be spiritual to you. Go and study that. Read that. Make it a habit every day to participate or do something that's spiritual. And and, and sometimes I, I don't even follow that advice. I forget that I need to make this a ritual every day. I had it a ritual, then I got out of it, then I got distracted. And then whenever I get distracted, I'm all over the place, and I feel like that I'm not connected, it always comes back that I'm not doing my spiritual work first before I start my day. And when I don't get it, when I'm not in my spiritual side, I am not a good person to even be dealing with. So, and I'm recognizing that more and more, that I must be steadfast in working on my spiritual side and getting, this is how I get answers all the time. This is how I'm able to do these shows and just speak because I tap into the spirit, and I ask for the truth. I don't ask for, oh, I want this. I say the truth, and whatever that truth is, I accept what that is. And sometimes those truths become harsh, harsh things to deal with. And you're going to run into that, too, when you start asking for the truth. Stop asking for these makeshift processes. I want I want to make this 1099 work. I, I mean, I, I, I deal with people all the time. They're trying to hold on to their house, and they try instead of just making a deal and getting out of that 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 stressful situation. They want to fight to the end, facing foreclosure and facing these shelves and stuff. 
what kind of life is that you always trying to be one step ahead of these courts and these sheriffs who's trying to take your house? That's not a life. And that's not you putting forth the kingdom of heaven. Because if you, even if you're in that situation, and if you're in, in that situation and you're working, well, you know, let's say you, you made the mistake. You went in there, you tried these processes, didn't work, you faced foreclosure, they're trying to take the house. It's time to face the reality that what you tried didn't work. But up face this reality that I need to go to a higher source for my answer. And that higher source is within you, going into your higher mind and not look for somebody's process to fix it. Go within you. Go within. This is what I'm trying to teach you guys, to rely on you. You are the only one with all the answers for you. I am simply a finger pointing back at you to look into you and your consciousness. That's all I'm here for. I'm not here to I, – I do show people how to do different processes on a physical level, but when it comes to spiritual, I always say, go within you. And what is your spirit telling you? What is your spirit telling you about your situation? What is your spirit telling you about that foreclosure you're facing? What is your spirit telling you about that job you want to quit? What is it telling you? And if your spirit is telling you – let me – let me explain something about it so you can decide whether you're hearing the spirit or you're hearing the ego. The spirit is very quiet, and it doesn't give roundabout answers. It's either yes or no. You ask direct answers, direct questions, and you will get a yes or no. This is how I did just me. I say, is this a good situation, yes or no? And the first thing that pops up, I, that's the answer. The truth of you the higher consciousness of you do not give you, well, maybe, you know, if you went around the corner and this and that, that's ego. You operating, that's operating on a pure physical realm, and it's always going to give you mixed signals. But the spirit is very quiet, and it will not, it will not compete with your ego. It'll let the ego run rampant and do whatever until the, you decide to calm down. And, and stop listening to the ego, then it'll start talking to you again. Okay, you ready to listen now? Here it is. And very quietly, it'll give you the answer. That's you. That's your true self in there. That ego is the false self. That's the self that was created when you came out of your mom's womb, the divine portal. That's the ego that was created from your mom, your dad, your friends and relatives all trying to tell you who you are and what you should and shouldn't do. And you picked up all of these outside external things coming at you about what you should and shouldn't do, and you created this false illusion of yourself and said, this is who I am. I'm the CPA. I'm the nurse. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a meat eater. All of these things you're calling yourself. These are the things, the reason, just think about it. Think about it just on your diet level. The reason why you're eating a certain diet is because someone told you that that was a better diet. And you went for it. And you did it. And it could be. And here's the thing about diets. This is what I discovered because I tried vegetarian. And I went back to eating meat. But this is what I discovered about diets. 
long as it's a healthy diet, it's a good diet. Now, that could include me. And here's why I say that. The universe is about balance. Sometimes a vegetarian diet is needed to heal a specific problem. Like, for instance, if you have heart issues and you have blood pressure issues, a vegetarian diet is the ideal diet to fix that. But long-term, over years, a vegetarian, very vegetarian diet may not be good because you start to notice that your bones are not as strong depending on what you're eating. Remember, you're not growing food here. You're buying stuff out of grocery stores to feed yourself, and that's all processed. I don't care if it's an apple in the produce department. It is still processed, and you're not getting 100% you know, organically created food. These guys are manipulating it. Unless you are the one who is in there doing everything, you don't know what's going into your body if you bought it from a grocery store. Everything out of a grocery store is processed food. I don't care what it is. All processed. Even those vegetables, processed. Okay? Just letting you know. So this is just me. Everything has to be done in balance. Just like with angry and, and happy. You can't, you can't be happy all the time. You can't be angry all the time. You have to bring it into balance. And sometimes anger is needed, especially when it comes to being to defend your family. Like, for instance, the whole uh, Will Smith slap, whether that's real or not, that's not, I don't know. But I'm like, if someone's disrespecting my wife publicly, we got problems. And I would say, well, balance is it. No. Listen, if you don't have a valid man when it's necessary, then you don't you're not safe. Because men do have to use violence to protect their family. <laughs> okay? You got to you're gonna have to pull that trigger, you're gonna have to pull that go that haymaker to protect your family. All right? So, you know, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, he disrespected his wife. Yeah, he should have got his head knocked off. The slap was a minimal thing. That. That's the way I see it. Come on, brothers. See, they had got us brothers that, that we supposed to be taking all of that nonsense. Nah, how do you, you got to put that stuff in check? Yo, bro, you ain't going to come out your mouth sideways about my wife without a prop, receiving some retribution from me. Oh, that's not spiritual. What is spiritual? What's the definition of spiritual? Because if I all the spiritual texts I've read, there was some violence going on to make a point. Because we're living in a world where people do evil things. Say somebody does something to your child, molest or do something like that. What you gonna do about that? You gonna let that slide? Oh, you know, you know, I let the look. Nah, hell no. There's certain things you, you you should be willing to do a stretch for. That's just me. You don't have to listen to me. What I'm saying, I'm telling you me. Somebody do something strict, do something crazy to my, we got problems. Okay? We're going to have a problem here. And it's my job as a man to defend and protect my family. So balance is needed at times. 
shoot, we don't even, this country wouldn't be what it was if it wasn't for violence. Okay? That's why they're having a war now. <laughs> okay? You see, that, that, see, that's how you keep things in balance. Because when someone's trying to perpetrate an evil on you, you bring it back down. Yo, you come on with your evil. I got, I'm going to meet you even with more to back you up off. So being spiritual doesn't mean you just sit there, cross your legs, and um, no. Being spiritual is recognize that there's a balance that's needed. There's a time for everything. There's even a scripture that talks about there's a time for things, a point in time. So back to the 1099A stuff, 1099s and all, any other discharge process. Recognize these guys have been teaching these for years, the same stuff. New people come on the scene and start teaching it themselves. And none of these people, not one of them, have shown any success in these fields. Not one. And I know some of the most, some of the most elite teachers of this stuff, and not one of them have come ever since I've been on this scene and showed any proof that it works. All they should tell you is, Oh, you know, they don't have to take it if they don't want to. Oh, oh, uh, you didn't do it right. Uh, it's their fault. It's they, they're evil. They're just messing with you. Keep doing it. Keep sending it over and over and over and over again until they take it. Stringing you along. That sounds right on the level of Christ coming back to save people. That's what it sounds like to me. See, it's 739. I didn't open it up, put it out there, call in 563-999-3615. See, I just open it up for anybody to come in and say whatever they got to say. Come on in. Uh, uh, yes, a more maxim is good to get a CPA. That's who I have in my group. He's a CPA. He does the 1099s. Or he teaches exactly how to do it. In the actual membership, there are videos on how to do them correctly. How to do them correctly. And none of them teach people how to walk in there with a 1099 and treat it like a check. None of that is taught there. So I'm just, you know, do I teach? Do I? I don't teach it. I introduce you to the person who knows it and been doing it for 20 plus years. I teach introduce you to the proper channels that teach that correctly. These other off-the-cuff, off-the-wall things, he don't teach that, and he'll tell you that. Yes, sir, Amexamore. Yes, you're right. Uh, at Amexam, uh, yeah. All right, so let's see who's in the chat while we wait for whoever going to get on and try to Say something. We got a lot of people on. I don't know why. You know, come on. It, it, listen, it's open for everybody to get in. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. Because you know it's a long shot for the people to come in who support this process to come in and try to talk to me. See, they stay away from me for one reason because I ask for one thing: proof. That there isn't proof. Will shut down all of this talk. But hey, if I'm wrong, I will publicly say, "Hey, I apologize. I was wrong in saying it doesn't work." I will. 
But this is going on for months now, and no one is, they see these videos. Share with your friends who believe in it. Share with your friends. Come on. Prove me wrong. Uh, he said, oh, DJ B. Thunder said, God said he was going to sue me after I said that he was selling lies. He said, you signed the NDA. <laughs> okay, tell him this. Here it is, DJ B. If it's fraudulent, an NDA doesn't matter. The law does not support wrongdoing, okay? The law does not support wrongdoing. You can't, an NDA doesn't hold up if you are selling fraud. So, and if you ever had that problem, you know who to come to. And I'll help you out. This is why they want y'all to sign NDAs. So you can't complain openly. Yes, you can. If it's fraud, yes, it's fraud. How you think about that? He take that to court, and you break out what he's talking about. How that's gonna hold up? The court ain't gonna support that. Man, these guys, please. You already know who got your back on that one. Jeff, I can't pronounce your last name, so I'll just call you Jeff. Said I haven't seen any actual proof, and. See, what Jeff just said is what I keep getting from people. I get, this is what I get. I get people who complain and say, I tried it, it didn't work. And, or I get this, or any, something close to that. And every now and then I get a person who said, like, somebody got on the stream last time I was doing it. Hey, you, you hating on the process. This guy is giving it to me straight, giving it to you straight. You talking parables. Wait a minute, hold up. Yes, I do talk in parables. But the people who study understand what I'm saying. But they, the thing I want to talk about is you said that guy's giving it to you straight. Okay, if it's straight, then take the information he gave you straight, use it, come tell me how it works. If it works, we, hey. Okay. I don't think I'm asking for a whole lot here when I say if I can use this thing as a check and walk into a dealership with it, mind you, would I, would I tried that years ago. Tried it. Walked in there with 1099s, all this paperwork, nothing. All I got was nothing, zero, zero, nothing happened, Okay. All right, understand what the laws are, DJB. The law doesn't support fraud. The law doesn't support lies. If you've been defrauded, NDAs won't stand up, okay? Now, if you try to tell people his specific process, how this is done, that's a difference. But listen, you can play, hey, listen, I gave you all this money. You full of it, okay? Uh. Discipline uh, Discipleship Ministry said they get people who have heard this information for the first time till they learn better, but I had to learn the same way, but I studied to see different. I got no proof, LOL. Right. <laughs> right. What, listen, and you said a mouthful, they get new people. They get the new people just getting into to this information, and they get caught up and they do it, just like they got me. 
So they got a never-ending supply of people who will come in and try this stuff. But hopefully if I keep doing videos like this, they'll run across this video. Because I didn't have any videos like this when I started it. I didn't have that. I didn't have that that assistance with people. I had people on the outside said it wasn't work, but I didn't have anybody who had just sat me down and just said what I'm saying. Show me proof. Prove it wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm I'm wrong a lot of times. Yes, I am. I am wrong a lot. And when I'm wrong, I sometimes, especially with my wife, I might have a hard time admitting it, but I, I do admit it. I'm wrong. Okay? But I'll tell you what I'm not wrong about. When I showed you guys how to do your nationality correctly, when I showed you how to do your name change correctly, when I showed you how to get rid of these student loans, I got so many success stories on that. Think about this. If you get rid of the student loan, you don't have to write a 1099A. You don't have to do anything special. Let me help y'all understand something about student loans and why they're so easy to get rid of without coughing up a dime. And it's the rule y'all always forget. When you signed up for your loan, who was, who was there at the table with you? The, 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 the financial aid office of the school? They're not officers of the bank. Right? The bank that gave you the loan and the spot, they, they they don't work. They just push people over to this bank. Where was the, the, the person from the bank who represented the bank that said, I am doing this loan, the underwriters, all of this, I'm doing this loan for your education so that you can be successful in life. Where were they? They were not there. So right there on the space, that loan is no good. Right at that point. Right there at that point. It's no good. Because you need a bank representative to be sitting there authorizing it and a third party to witness it. That's why when you have, if you ever bought a house, this is about, I know when I bought mine, there was about one, two, four people in the room. Only person that wasn't there was the bank representative. But there was lawyers there. For the seller, then I had my closing attorney. All of these people are witnesses to the transaction. They don't do that with student loans. And everything's done electronically. Who said you was on that computer filling all that out? You, you did it? I'm not saying you did or you didn't. I'm just saying who can prove that you did it? Who proved it? See, it's not about whether you did or you didn't. It's about the proof. Isn't that what Training Day taught y'all that? He told he said it's not about what you know, it's about what you can prove. Told them all the time, it's about what you can prove. And we know that the one Achilles heels all these debt collectors have is bringing proof against you in a court of law. They have no proof. They don't have good proof. They might have an affidavit that says, yeah, I looked at my computer screen. This is the gist of what they say, and this is the debt I see on this name. That's not proof. That's just saying what your computer says. And it's got millions of other names in there. That doesn't say that that's a valid debt. And so many people lose just off of statements like that because it's an affidavit. 
And if you don't rebut affidavits, it stands as truth. That's one of the maxims of law. So me, I'm rebutting that. Listen, that's not proof. Oh, Your Honor, I'm sorry. I know nice attempt, but we can't even consider that as evidence. That's just saying supporting their biased opinion about this debt, that that's in their computer. I don't have control over it. Who's coming in and forensically checking all of these files and make sure that they're accurate? Because when to say I owe money, I need someone under penalty and perjury to say that I owe this amount of money to the last penny. So all you need to do is structure a letter to say, let's just say it's Navian. There's the one sending you the bill. I'm about to show y'all how to get rid of y'all debt just by, and y'all better, y'all need to be writing this down. Write this down. See, I give stuff away free. I do. But some of y'all, oh, I want the whole template. I can't, I can't comprehend. But I'm, listen, stop what you're doing. Sit down, because I'm about to break this down and just show you the simple elements of what your letter needs to say. We're not going there saying we do or we don't owe anything. All I know is, number one, I never took a loan out with Navient. I don't know who you guys are. Who are you guys sending me these things saying I owe all of this money? Who are you? And you guys are reporting this stuff like I owe you. I don't have a contract with you, number two. I don't know you, number one. Who are you? I, I see you reporting this. And the, 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 the law said this must be accurate. I never signed a contract with you. Y'all writing it down? Number three. This needs to be removed immediately or updated immediately because there is no proof. I have no records of ever doing business with Navient at all. You have 30 days to respond. Very simple. I just gave you the, I just gave you the source. I just gave it to you. Now, make sure you include your name, your address, the account numbers that they're reporting. Give them the social they're reporting on, saying this is who I am, but you guys are reporting this. I don't, I never, this information doesn't match anything on my records of ever doing business with you guys at all. And let me know how that works for you. The reason why I'm telling you to do this this way is because I'm never going to reveal the letter that I help this individual use. Because the once you start doing the same thing over and over, you're going to have pushback. So you need to craft your own letter that's, I, that's identical to you, that's unique to you. This is the time why I started off with going to the spiritual Go and tap it in, putting forth the kingdom of heaven. Go into your higher mind and draft your own unique letter with those key points I just brought up and send it off. Certified return receipt. 
And this is a perfect time to do it because they they got money to forgive. You think they're going to spend their time trying to track all this stuff down that they can't track down? Some of y'all got loans going back to the early 2000s. Right? Go get that stuff off your back. Stop get that monkey off your back. Just imagine you get a credit report after you do this. They send you paid in full. It's off your credit report. And you never put up a dime. All you did was question them and say, listen, I never did anything with you, prove this, blah, 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 blah. You see? <laughs> you see? I hear you, Falcon Mail. There you go. Go help your family out. Help yourself and your family out with that. You see? I just gave you, listen. If you have those elements in your letter, you're going to get a response. Trust me. You're going to get one. I'm not saying it's going to happen as fast as this individual, but you're going to get them. And if you don't get the response that you like, you send it again. Don't change the letter. Second notice, opportunity to cure. Third notice, default. Unfortunately for this person, they sent it one time and boom. Credit report updated. They actually sent the letter from with their own letterhead saying paid in full. You can't rescind that letter. That's evidence. This is your letterhead saying paid in full. You come back later. Oh, wait a minute. You said it's paid in full. You said. He said, do we send the letter to student loan address or credit? No. You send it to the person reporting it on your credit report, not the credit bureau. Credit bureau is just going to go and try to do all this crazy stuff and suppress your credit at the same time. Now, this person didn't suppress their credit until after they sent the letter, maybe a month or so after, but suppress your credit at the same time. Do you do a suppression? Do a, a, what do you call Opt out of them sharing your information. Uh, LexisNexis, is, I think, is State Sage Stream, and then it's Lenovis and other people out there. Uh, that's that. It's just a list of them. I don't remember the whole list. Uh, one day, when I get the whole list, I'll do a show and just show y'all who to how to suppress your credit. All right? Yeah. Go handle y'all business. Don't, listen, I help y'all out. I told y'all. What, so, like I said, you want a unique letter to use. So, because what they do is once a letter gets used a lot, they cheat it as a chain, and then they start doing pushback. So, gave you a unique. I gave y'all the key information that it needs to say. Now you just use your own words. You don't have to sound like a lawyer. Just basically say those things, and you're good. Remember, you did not sign a a, a, a a note with Navian and all these other people that saying want you to pay them. You didn't sign anything, so you're not lying or misleading anything. I you didn't, and just challenging on that level will get you some results. Watch y'all see a whole bunch of videos talking about what I just said. How much y'all want to bet? 
You, what y'all looking at on this screen and listening to is the trailblazer of everything that other people are doing. <laughs> I'm at the top of the food chain, baby. <laughs> All right? And I'm not bragging. Why? Because this is my calling. This is my calling. That's why I get so many results. Let, let, let me just honestly, if so, who's in it? Somebody's on the line. Y'all want to, I see 787-974 up there. If you want to speak to me, press 1. 563-999-3615. I'm still, the lines are still open. No one is wanting to get on and talk. Don't be ashamed. Come on in. Say what you got to say. Say what you got to say. Let your voice be heard. Um, Dr. Mel said good stuff. Now, I just gave you exactly what I did to help this person get rid of those lumps. I just gave you that. If I'm messing with this mic, I left my little thing for my mic, so I'm kind of got it kind of Jimmy Rig down here. So, yeah. So go back to that video I did. I showed y'all what the what the reports are. And that just happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Let's see. Somebody said they tried the International Bill of Exchange. Yeah, that's another one. I know a brother who was trying that. When I first got into it, it was this brother who tried those International Bills of Exchange to, to pay for his parents' Dental office, needless to say, they lost their dental office, trying all these little processes, and he and he was confused. It's supposed to work, and he was listening to one of these big-time people who teach this stuff all the time. He was listening to that, and I had to, like, it's like you look at it. Once you realize that it's a scam, it's not going to work, the people who's caught up in that mentality, they, they're so caught up in believing what these guys are saying that they don't realize that they just it's not the which it's not the the entities that's the problem. It's who you're listening to is the problem. These people are not your friends. They're looking for listeners. They're looking for your money. Yes, do I want you guys to do business with me and patronize me and pay me for things? Yes. There's no doubt about it. But here's why I set myself apart. I want to do good business with you. I want to do long-term business with you. I want you to be able to invite me to your house and say, this is the guy who helped me. These guys that you are paying all, just think about this on this level. Let me, let me take a sip of this right here because i got to let the spirit talk on this one. Just think about this right here. All of these people that are teaching you guys, let me get center on this camera here. All these people that are teaching you all these things about what you could do, this discharge, secure a party creditor, all these other things. How would you invite these people to your house to meet your family? Would you do that? Would you trust them enough to do that? Or better yet, how accessible are they? After they sell you these things, 
How accessible? They're very accessible when you when they about to get that money. But after you get that money, very hard to get them. You see, very hard. Now I have rules. Me, I do have rules. If you want to talk to me just on a general tip, you know, get a consultation because I don't have time to be on phone. Listen, I get a lot of emails and I get a lot of calls. If I took every one of those emails and every one of those calls, I would not get anything done. That's why I have a schedule. Certain days that I do these consultations, you know, I have a schedule. Just think about this. Before you do business with these people, would you have these people come to the house and sit at your table with your family? And if you can't do that, then you then that's not somebody you should be doing business with. I have actually gone to people's houses and sat at their table with their family because I'm I come off as a trustworthy person that I'm not there to do them harm. Or take some from and see one of the things like I went over brother Rico house haven't been over there in a while we got to get together fishing I haven't forgot I saw your text I will contact you tomorrow we're gonna to talk about this fishing thing got some things that I'm trying to iron out but went to this brother house the one way you can know the spirit of a person is to if they have animals how those animals react to that person. In all, when I was selling cable, things like that, one of the reasons why I was mostly successful, especially with people that they would call a redneck or white folks, whatever, they have animals. And all of their animals would run up to me and lick my hand and and want to play with me. Some of the most aggressive animals. Animals know the spirit of people. They do. They, if, if you got an animal and a guy coming up and he barking crazy and acting crazy, you might want to check that person to see if you want to let them in your house or not. Because animals know something. You see something and feel something. You you are not in tune. You could be in tune with it, but you're so caught up in all these outside distractions, you are not in tune with these things. But your animal is. You know, he got to laugh. Lab all the time, you know. I was able to walk right up to the lab. First time. You see? Somebody said because they ignored the truth in their self and believed what they wanted to be true. Right. You're absolutely right, disciple ministry. That's what it is. You ignore all of what your spirit is telling you that this is false and you try to use the ego to make it right. He said, my first BM, my dog hated her now. I know why <laughs> they were telling me. Somebody said, this is not always true. Yeah, you're right. It may not always be true. If you got a dog that's crazy, got some some uh, spirit. But listen, I run up on some crazy dogs and they still kind of, I was still able to be able to be around them and not worry about getting bit. I have, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. Psychological issues, yes. 
psychological issues, that's true. If the dog got psychological issues, you got to be careful. Okay, somebody got their hand up. Oh, here we go. 917676. Peace. Uh, peace. How you doing, Akeem? I'm doing good. How are um, you? Uh, um, could be much better, man. I just found out my sister has um, stage 4 stomach cancer, so... Oh man, you know. I hear that, brother. Man, yeah, I know that's yeah, rough. Man. I'm, I'm, yeah, but um, so I have a couple of questions. Um, one, does uh, CPN still work? That's one question. And, yeah, well, and yes and no. Okay, the old way, no. The new way, the way I teach it now. Don't go putting like a date now. They asking for that social on there. What I tell people now. Call in and do it and tell them you don't give the social, but what you do is you have your CPM profile. Just say you have your CPM profile all ready to go to get credit. Say that. You call Oh, well, up. I don't even have a, I, I don't even have a CPM. I'm just asking in general just like because I've been well, hearing some places. that's why I'm trying to explain to you what to do so you'll know what to do. I'm trying to explain to you what you need to do. So... Uh, so Say if you have a, just say, let's get to the part that you don't have one, but you have one. It's all set up, ready to go. You'll understand this once you get to this part. Do not fill out an application anymore and put down a CPN number that is not, because right they ask you specifically for the SSN, right? Don't do that anymore. Right. They have now created laws that if you fill out the application and it misrepresents, they can come after you. I don't want you to get in trouble. So what I'm telling you to do now, have your profile all ready to go that is not anything connected to the social and just call in and say, I don't give my social and give them that pro- that information, the name, the address, date of birth. Just say, I don't give my social. Oh, okay. okay. Right. And then they'll gotcha. run it okay. without, they'll use like your ID, make sure the ID you use is not connected to any old information. That's just a brief generalized situation. I have, you know, in my private Membership, I go into more detail. I'm just kind of give you a general thing. Got it. Uh, without got it. Okay. You know, because they'll All right. <laughs> you know how they do. All right. No, yeah, I, you I, got, I got you. You can do that. People didn't know. They can call. I don't give out my social. Just give them your the, the information that you want to give them that doesn't, because, uh, you know, you're trying to protect your identity through, you know, you don't, you, you don't have to give out a social to property. Okay. That's the now, way to go at it now. Okay, good. Okay, now the second thing, right now, at least hopefully temporarily, um, I'm on SSD um, because of uh, injury and what have you. SSD and is I'm what? Hoping, What's that? Uh, disability? You know, disability, yes. So got you. My, huh? That's so that I got my you. question is yeah, my question to you is if uh I wanted to uh get the thing with the you know, change the uh the status with the license that won't and affect the passport. That. that won't affect that. That won't affect that. It won't it won't affect it won't that. It won't have anything to do with that, no. Because you gotta remember, the SAD is collected through the straw man, right? Right. You're just trying to put on record who you are. The straw man is always gonna be the same. That social is never changing. That is a U.S. citizen. That's their property. You're just separating it. In your affidavit, you're separating yourself from that. Just saying, I'm not this. You're not going to 
think of me as one of the same as what you put on this Social Security card. That's all you're doing. So, no, it will not affect that. You'll still be able to get the money. The money is going to the straw man. Now, what I recommend you do is create a trust account and have uh, that money going to your trust account, like your irrevocable trust account with the bank. Okay. Okay, I see. So so let me ask you this. Um, cuz I cuz I also owe some past loans and student loans type stuff. Um, is that going to affect that? <laughs> Why would it? No. Now, when I first taught the how to correct the passport, student loans were just disappearing off people's credit. Like just they just wiped them off. I don't now I never taught people. That's why you asking me this question. I never promoted that process as it will get rid of your student loans. I never did that because right. it didn't happen for right. everyone. But it happened for a large majority of people for me to say that that was the reason why. But I never teach people, yeah, it's going to get rid of your student loans. I don't know. I still don't know why it did it. You know, first person I knew mm. that it did it for was my son. Then I know, then after mm. that, I started to see this pattern. So, Yes, that's possible. We'll get rid of student loans. It is possible, but my, I, my I, cousin I don't is know. Asking, my, my cousin is asking me because um, I think he's IRS thing. What can he do that if he has um, IRS bills or no? If it's over fifty to fifty thousand dollars or more, they're gonna deny the passport. So you got to handle okay. the IRS issue first, which I can help with that. Okay. Uh, before you apply, if it's over fifty, if it's under fifty, no, you don't have nothing to worry about. Okay. Child support okay. is another thing. Okay. You know, the, your old child support over 2500 they can prevent you from getting the passport. Okay. That's if they All put right. you on okay. a certification. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's good to know. Okay, man. Good okay, stuff, bro. man. All right. Thank dude. you. All right. Excellent questions. Excellent questions. Who's next? Who wants to get up? He came in and asked some questions. Still nobody coming up trying to... Talk to me about this whole 1099. Hey, no, they're not going to do it. No, they're not. They're not. I can, I can put my money on it that nobody's coming up here. Somebody might have a comment about it, but someone come up here with extra proof. That's on the level of the boogie, man. Oh, what's somebody saying? One mic said they were telling me something to... My dogs went all Cujo and they were Yorkies. Yeah, Yorkies going Cujo, that's that's crazy. Those are usually very good, fun loving dogs. Uh man, listen to your dogs name time. Yeah, so I'm gonna lick, so I'm gonna bark, you're right. I love dogs, man. I you know, I love dogs. The reason why they're like so loyal. No matter what. You can be going for a long time and the dog will come up and love on you and go nuts. Every t- They're the same way every time they see you. You know? Who's next? 563-999-365. You got 15 minutes? Cause, you know, I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off. What letter can be sent with passwords that will also get rid of student loans? What? <laughs> uh, there's no specific letter. It's just your affidavit that says who your nationality is. No letter. And the letter, it, the letter that I've been using is on my website. Like I said, 
I don't guarantee nobody that that affidavit will help get rid of student loans. It just happened. It's, it's an anomaly. And I know what people have done is hurt my shows, and then they go try to repackage what I say and say, yeah, you do this, it's going to get rid of student loans so they can sell you on something. No. I don't know if it's going to get rid of student loans or not. I just know when we did it, a lot of people's student loans just fell off after they did the process. That's all I know. I don't know why. I, I still I researched it, tried to get that information. It did not. Uh, I don't know. So to ask me what letter, no, there is no specific letter, okay? Now, the specific letter that will get rid of student loans is the one that I sent that went directly to the student loan people that try to collect money. That get rid of student loans. But I got proof of that. I Listen, somebody put 609A1. This is, I'm going to put it up here. Fair Credit Reporting Act 609A101 is the law for the letter. No, I didn't use now. See, that's misinformation. I didn't use one law, piece of law in that letter. I didn't use any law. All I said was what I just told y'all. I said something to the, to the fact that what I just told y'all. See, this is how I keep people get off track. When you start putting these laws in there and all that, then you're not going to get the results I got. I just said some specific things, like I just told you, that's what got it off. No law, no 609, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, this and that. I didn't say anything like that. Totally different from the other letter that I've been using, okay? So does 1099 work if a CPN does it? See, I don't know what you're talking about. You can't. The way my CPA does the 1099s, you cannot use the CPN. You have to use the actual EIN. Let me help you understand what a CPN is. CPN is a credit profile number, but that could be an EIN, that could be your social, or any nine-digit number you're using for your credit report. Okay? So that's a CPN. So, yeah, you you got to use the EIN number for your trust and for the 1099A, yes. It's kind of, that question is too general for me to really give you a good answer, but no. I didn't use any. I see the 609A1 is something they've been teaching for years. And I discovered years ago when they were teaching it that they were misapplying that in their letters. Now, the reason why it worked in the beginning is because the people weren't reading the letters. And then when they start seeing those letters flood everywhere, they stopped letting it work. All right, let's go to 904586P. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I do have a question on the 1099A. Yeah. So I um I have um you can say pretty much nothing. Well, I got some things done, but nothing that I think would affect the 1099A. So ask me I'm like a regular. Bro. Ask me a question. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so is it is it um actually like a could you sign the back and use it as a check? I've heard, Brother, you, you know, have not been uh, listening to the show from the beginning, I take it. Have you listened to the show from the beginning? I apologize. I haven't. I apologize. Okay. I, and I've done other shows on this. Here it is. I've heard people tell me that I can use it as a check, but there's no proof that it works. 
It's just people talking and saying that it works. No. So in my opinion, no, it doesn't work. That doesn't work. Using it as a check. If you try that, you can run into some legal problems with law enforcement or just waste your time, one or the other. So just letting you know. Yeah, I'm not no. going to do it. I was just so my I'm not, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm the, just, the Go ahead. The reason I did, if I w- wanted to use it, would actually be uh, kind of what you're talking about with student loans. Um, but I do have the letter that you just said. Uh, I got that information. Actually, That's all you so need I'll to get definitely... rid of student loans. You don't need no 1099 to get rid of student loans. So okay. that, what I just taught you, and that's what I – I got rid of my student loans back in 2016, 2017 on a just a simple – the letter that I used before was more complicated. The new letter is really simple, which worked faster than the old letter. So I just gave you all the source. Use that, and you will get you some, some results off of that. You don't need to try. Does that need to be notarized? Uh, not necessarily, but I would do it. I would definitely get it notarized. You don't have to, but I would get it notarized. The one I did was notarized. I didn't do it. Let me do it. They did it. She did it. Uh, I didn't. I just told them to get it notarized, and then they sent it certified for term term receipt. Good to go. And so, and that's to, right, to the CEO of the company. No, just send it to the dispute department. That's it. All right. All that CEO, CFO. That's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. That's another thing they be telling y'all to do all that stuff too. And I ain't never seen no results from that. All you do is get their attorney coming back at you. This stuff's fraudulent. Stop messing with me and give it off to their their assistant. And they 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 they. they, they they blow you off. Everything I've gotten results from, I just sent it to the regular dispute department. Where they handle it. That's all. I did it very simple. All these, help, let me help you understand something. All of these people that's trying to tell you to send it off to these fancy people, that's more fluff to get you caught up. Mm. That's fluff. There's rules to the game. And they tell you, if you have a dispute, you send it here. Because that department handles, that's all they do all day, is disputes. Okay, payoff department. You got to pay off a thing. There was this thing, uh, uh, court of satisfaction. Send it to the CFO and all that. Let's see. You know what I mean? You're not going to be the only one who's done this. And they see this stuff, the CFO see this. Just think about it if you were the boss of a company, right? And you have mm-hmm. employees. You have employees in different departments handling different things. What are you going to be doing with a, a debt collection matter? Absolutely nothing because you're so out of tune. You're running a the damn company. That ain't even your area of expertise. Put that on the people that handle that. Right? Right. So there you go. All, see, all of these teachers that they've been teaching for years, CFO, CEO, COO, throw that stuff in the trash. I know I'm coming in and I'm upsetting the apple cart because everybody out there is saying all of that stuff. But I'm telling you, from my experience, I have never gotten any results with that. I've got more results to sending it to the department that handles it. You see? That's how I got the department. Yeah. Just simple. Listen. You know life is simple, right? 
Yes. We make it complicated. And when you listen to all of that stuff and they give you complicated, convoluted stuff, that's usually a lot of lies packed in there. It's simple. I just gave you a simple thing. And the reason why you, you, you and other people are asking more questions because they're so used to all of these complicated, convoluted things, they don't believe that it's that simple. But trust me, it is. Trust me. Everything is <laughs> so simple. And when you see it, it's like, oh, Lord, this is all I had to do? See, because the higher consciousness is simple. It don't have any fluff. It don't have all the extra stuff. When you come from the higher consciousness in your mind, it's very simple. It's yes or no. There's no side rules, all these complications, just straight to the point. And you'll see this. The more you do this, it sounds like you're kind of new to this information. Are you new to this information, doing these things? I'm relatively new, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I caught you when you're new. <laughs> I'm glad. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah, yeah, if you could just mark my words, brother, and just save yourself a lot of aggravations and keep it simple, you will, you will go a long way with getting some results. Over $90,000 worth of soup loans got taken care of just off that one simple technique I just gave you. But no, not one law is quoted in it, not one. One page. That's it. Yeah, I have and, sent a letter before. You know, yeah. I sent a letter before doing a rescission of contract with Navient, and it um, yeah, got, like they just didn't respond. Here's the problem with rescission, my brother. Here's the problem. That's an admission of guilt. Dang. <laughs> That's the problem. You're not admitting to anything. I just need you to wrap your head around this and understand what evidence is to the court. Evidence is this in the court. Someone with first-hand knowledge of the facts therein, meaning someone who knows exactly what happened in that transaction. So what I you probably got on late when I explained this. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, that made more sense now. When you did the loan, whenever you did this loan, this alleged loan, who was there to watch you sign for the loan? Who was there? Just give me, give me just who it was. How that scene was set. It was some lady at a desk. I don't know who she is. The student loan people, right? At the school. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a good witness for this. Why? Because she works for the school. She doesn't work for the bank. That authorized the letter. They couldn't find out they wanted to. Probably the school closed. Say it again? They couldn't find out they wanted to. Brother, that's even better. You got nobody to say that you actually did this. Nothing. Zero. Wow. See, that's how the court of law works. It works off evidence. It's not whether it's – it could be true, it could be not true. But the, the, they can't go by what you think is true and what you think is not true. They got to go by the evidence. And the evidence – if the evidence is not there to support the claim, then therefore it doesn't exist. Yeah. And I think – so I know for sure, Ashley, Navient has updated – they have uh, given all of their loans to a company called Aid Vantage. So it's like no, all the loans so that were with Navient. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. So they gave it to the other company. Did you sign a loan with the other company? No, I didn't. They did. They so what the hell gives them the, the right to report anything on you? You never made it into a contract with them for nothing. They don't have a right, right to report anything positive or negative on you. 
because you don't have a contract with them. And they can't go get one. They they try to they may try to pull up a contract from where you start the loan, which is virtually impossible in this world. Right. So there's no evidence to support the claim that you even owe one red cent. And that's all I'm trying to get y'all to understand. I'm not saying whether you did or you didn't, but can they prove you did? And if they can't prove it, then they can't come and get it. That's all I'm saying. Got it. Proof of claim. All right, man, that's what's up. I really appreciate the knowledge, man. You definitely save me some time. I, I'm going to have this done. Don't soon, write that soon. letter and send it out, brother, and let me know what's going on. Get a consultation. I'm going to do that, man. Before you send that letter out, get a consultation with me so I can make sure. Because, you know, I just gave you all just some elements. But when you get a consultation with me, I can go deeper. All right. I'm going to take you up on that. I'll right. be here for me. Thank okay. you. Yes, sir. All right. There you go, brother. All right, peace. Uh, All right. Thanks for the good questions, by the way. Good questions. All right. Have a good one. All right. Uh, somebody said this. I, I, I'm glad somebody said this. I would do a conditional assessment since they had no contract. With you. I would lean them. Go ahead and do that. See, that's another crap. Listen, I'm not trying to insult you, my brother. One mic so focused. Right now, that statement is one mic unfocused. No pun intended. Why would you do a conditional acceptance? I just gave you a simple goddamn way to do it that is proven and has worked. And here you go with the conditional acceptance that everybody else is talking about. Conditional acceptance of what? Let's look up the definition of conditional acceptance. My God. Y'all just got to make shit complicated. It's so damn complicated. Y'all so used to listening to them damn. Tell me, I, I tell you what, when have you done a conditional acceptance and it actually worked? Here it is. This is the definition of a conditional acceptance. Let me share this with you. See what you actually, y'all keep talking about this whole, uh, give me a second. Here we go. Later. Oh. Give me one second, because it's the you know, of course I'm about to share something with y'all that alright. This is what conditional acceptance means. Conditional admission, also called provisional admission or conditional acceptance, means that you will be admitted. To a college on the condition that you make up certain requirements, you do not present. So basically, when you do a conditional acceptance, you're giving them another admission. Why? Why do you want to do that? I, yeah, I, I owe the money under these conditions, and if you can't meet these conditions, then I, no. Basically, how I wrote you, I didn't say conditional acceptance, but really, that's kind of on the lines. I'm saying, dude, I all I'm saying is, you're trying to get money from you. I never did anything with you. I don't know who you are. Y'all strangers. Y'all report this like it's fact. And I, I don't know who, who, who. Show me where I did anything with you. That's all you got to do. Man, how many times I got to say that? God damn. Yeah. 
And here's the, here, okay, he do that so he can lean them for trespassing. Hey, okay, you lean them, and what you going to get out of a lien? All you're going to get out of a lien, putting a lien on these entities, is A, you can't lien anybody unless you take them into court, sue them, get a judgment against them that they, they harmed you, and they owe you, get a money judgment, then you can lien that money judgment. That's the only way. You, but if you just go and just put a lien on somebody, you're going to end up in front of the law and have problems. Just letting you know, warning you. Because that's not how you put a lien. You can only put a lien unless you got, you went through the due process of taking them to court and suing them. And you got a judge to agree with you, and he wrote a judgment against them, and now you want that money, and they're not paying you, so you lien them until they pay you. This is like the IRS sent you a letter. You owe me $5,000. And then you ignore the letter and said, well, we're going to put a lien on you. Ignore the letter. Then they put a lien. On you. Now, even that's that. See, the IRS gets away with that because they're the IRS. But even that's not giving you due process, and so you can undo that. You must be heard in a court of law and get due process. And they have to prove that you owe the money, then get the lien, get a money judgment. But everybody else, regular folks, businesses outside of the IRS, have to go get a money judgment against you. They got to get an order saying that you owe, and then they get an order. To get a lien to put on you. And then they execute that lien with the sheriff against your property. The IRS always doing due process. That's how come I can get 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 fixed that because I know they're not using due process. I'm not saying what the IRS does is right, but they do it. When have you used the IRS to put a lien? I've never used one to put a lien on nobody. That's one Mike Focus. Let him. That's all the way. What Mike Focus is talking about is stuff that run on is is right on the line of the 1099 A's and all of that other stuff. All fantasy processes that don't really get any results. No offense, one Mike so unfocused, <laughs> so focused. I got you. See. I want you to be focused on the right thing, not on the wrong thing. And right now, all that stuff you're talking about is not focusing on remedy. It's focused on just doing processes. You know how many people put liens out there? And, and you know, on the FBI website, I read it the other day, that's one of the things that they, they call sovereign citizens. They put liens on people. And they're going to treat you like a sovereign citizen. No, I'm not... Try to put a lien on it because I know the rules of liens. Why would I put a lien on somebody when I know it's a waste of time? And I've seen so many other people like yourself doing it and nothing get. Here, here's the question, one Mike so focused. Here's the question. This is your question. Wait up, bro. Have you tried it and not gotten remedy? No, I have not tried it. I've seen so many people fail at it. So it's a waste of my time. And then when I studied the rules, I wouldn't do it. That's why I'm telling you not to do it. Now, let me ask you a question. When have you tried it and gotten remedy? That's the question. You're the one to, you're promoting that, not me. When have you tried it? Good question, Kim. Has he tried it? <laughs> That's a good question. That's my question. Here it is. When have you tried it and it worked? Waiting. Okay, you have, and you, you, so you put the lien, 
And what happened with the child support? And it's working. How is it working? Hey, why don't you do this? Call in and, and, and get on the line and let's discuss this. Let's, let's pick this apart. 563-999-3615. Let's pick it apart. Get on the line. I'll wait. I'm in. So you're getting checks back after you put a lien on it. Okay. Sounds good. So it works. Sounds good if that's true. Sounds good. Let's let's hear this one. I'd love to hear this one. He said, hold on, he's gonna get on the line with me. You're going to get on the line. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh, Still ain't get on yet. Still ain't there yet. He said... He said, ring, ring. Okay. Press the one button so I know it's you. Is this your 804 number? Is this you? Press one. Well, I'm going to make that assumption that it's you because it's a new number. Okay, there you go. You press the one. You heard. One mic so focused. What's up? Peace. Let's talk about it. All right. What's up, bro? Bring it down to me. Everything's good. How you doing? Man. Yeah, everything's going all right so far, so good. I gotta let everybody know that okay, when you when you're dealing with these people, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the whole situation is a tax. Well, we know all of that. We don't need it's to know tax. the tax. I've heard okay, that yeah, theory and, so and many times. The, and it is a tax, but yeah, and at what the same I want to I want to okay. I want to okay. stay focused. We don't want to get all into right. all of that. Okay, I want to cool. get into, you said you put a loan lien on them. Let's start with, mm-hmm. how did you do this lien? Was it okay, UCC so, lien? What, what was it? Nah. See, the whole thing is you don't want to end up using any of that shit from the state. You want to be okay. able to use the conditional acceptance. A lot of people fail to realize that it is a tax, and they, um, they say that they, the, the presumption is that you took out a loan but there's no contract, and what they said you took a loan out for, they didn't give you overall full disclosure saying that what how, and how much they took out. Okay, my question so that's is, what are we talking about? Are we talking about child support or are we talking about a regular loan? Child support, bro. Okay, you said they took out a loan. Okay, so we still not yeah. at the point of you said you put a lien and they're giving you checks back. So that's yeah. the part where, where I think every listener listening is interested in. Okay. Well, you don't. You got to let me explain from the beginning. I can't just jump over when I'm giving it full detail. So you can't tell me exactly what you did without going and all to the whole full story? I was trying to tell you before you cut me off. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So a lot of people don't realize it's about the 
overall disclosure. They didn't give us overall disclosure of that, saying that you received a loan or you, you had a loan, you had a contract, and you agreed to it. Nobody has I think everybody that. knows that it's part. What you're saying is nothing new to me. For the ones that don't know, we got to make sure that they know. Yeah, but, brother, come on. If I let, – let me just give you an example. You want me to get straight to the meat and the potatoes? Yes, bro, what I'm trying – that's not what I'm asking you because it's like you're teaching a lesson on what the loan is, what, what – they loaned you money. People want to know exactly what you did. But go ahead. Well, see, the whole thing is when they dip into that social and you have all of that information there and they got that loan, you put the burden of proof on them with the conditional acceptance. Ain't no more mm-hmm. writing out papers and trying to do all of that other shit on your own. That doesn't make any sense. What you want to do mm-hmm. is you want to come at them for the taxes because at the same mm-hmm. time, they said they got a loan, which they did on a presumption of fraud and, and the rest. So now you say, hey, if, if I'm the beneficiary over that, that, that public trust and I never got the proceeds to that, then somebody got to pay the taxes and it ain't going to be me. So you send the IRS after them. And when you do it with mm-hmm. a conditional acceptance, you make sure you notify people on that higher level to what's going on. That way they could have been given notice. See, a lot of people don't. A lot of people go to jail because of that lean shit because they don't put the proper people on notice. When you put the proper mm-hmm. people on notice, now it's game on because you mm-hmm. let them know, listen, this is what's going on. They're stealing, they're frauding, and they didn't pay the taxes. They're, or, they're mm-hmm. a company. They're not really an agency. They're a non-file company, and they do not pay the taxes. And that's where they get mm-hmm. caught up at. So now they're like, oh, shit, he's the beneficiary. Until you come forth, You'll always be a pseudo trustee. You'll always be okay. taking the hit, taking the liability, all of that. All right. But when you put the, when you ship them dogs on them, it's over. What you dogs? In the claim of lien, that's the question. What dogs are you sicking on? Okay, let's start with the mayor, the okay. governor, okay, secretary of the treasury. Okay. Right? Okay. And when you, when it comes down to them courts, courts are nothing but banks. They're stealing okay. the presumption that they're getting along and getting a cut. Brother, I, I think I let you go for okay. like three minutes, and I, we still ain't getting to the meat. We're not getting okay, to You said you get, you said right, you right. were getting okay. checks. Are you getting right. checks back? You're getting yes. checks back. Okay. What kind of checks? What do yes. these checks look like? Conditional, hold on. Conditional acceptance is what you do first. Then mm-hmm. you do the claim of lien. Mm-hmm. Straight from the claim of lien. Then everybody's talking about contracts. Form a contract with the IRS. You give them mm-hmm. that information and listen, here's my claim of lien, but I'm not responding. Go get them. Okay. Okay. Okay, so who sends you so the check? When you get those checks back, Who's sending you this treasury? The treasury sending you checks. Treasury. So you have so you have copies of these yes. checks? Copies? No. I don't want to have no information out there. Okay, no, no. Mm-hmm. We, 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 I'm gonna put got, my info out there. 
Okay, so you so you got proof, but you do have proof that you got these checks, right? Okay. I don't want you to put your information out. You can send me something that's redacted. Ah, I don't really want to put my shit out there. Put it to you that put it to you this way. I want everybody to know. Well, you didn't tell anybody nothing. What you told people is what I've always everything you said. I've heard that a million times. What you just said. You said do the conditional okay. acceptance, put the proper people on notice, do your lien, and then stick the IRS on them. You know how many times I've heard that? The IRS goes after them. You don't go after them. But I've See, the main seen that too. The main reason why people get caught people, up is because I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen people stick the IRS. Now I will say something about the IRS. I've seen a guy years ago, many years ago. Uh, he did some form that said that they weren't paying the taxes, and then the IRS went after the judge. I've seen that. I mean, I've seen pretty much a lot of stuff, and I, you know, like what you're saying is pretty much on par with what I've heard before. So that's why I'm on you about the proof, because I've heard this before, and I haven't seen the evidence of that actually working. Now, I'm not saying you telling the truth or not. I'm just saying for me to, to, to believe that that works, that I've seen people do like over and over and over again, maybe you did something a little different. That made it work? I don't know, but I, I, I can't. What you're telling me does is not proof to me. You got to do your own due diligence, brother. I've done, brother. I got a box full of due diligence. Well, actually, a couple of boxes full of due diligence on me. Respect on that all day. You, okay, I was saying something. You came into the chat, and you said you started to teach and tell people what they should do. I'm here putting you on a give. I gave you the floor so that you could tell people what they need to do and how they need to do it and what proof you got. When I when I when I came on last week and I got rid of ninety something thousand worth of loans, what I did was I pull up a screenshot of a redacted paper showing the people sent from the company saying that the student loans were paid in full. That's to me that's proof. Am I asking for a lot? Is that too much? Am I? You can white out your information. Nah, not you really. Say who you, you don't have to say your name on it. All you got to do is show proof of the checks. You know I mean, you can go get your bank statements and white out your account number, your name, and all that, and just show the entries whether you deposit those checks in the bank. You see what I'm saying? Without, yeah, I see what you're saying, but. That's all I'm at. <clears throat> see, I can't take your words into court and say, this is proof. They won't. They'll laugh me out of court with that. That's that's why I keep trying to tell people proof is showing the evidence of something that actually happened or didn't happen. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's proof. And once you understand what proof, this is why I win so much because I challenge the proof. Yeah, we're not saying I did or did anything. You show me this. That, that I actually did something, then we can talk. After that, we, we there's no jurisdiction here. There's no subject matter jurisdiction. There's no personal jurisdiction because you don't have proof that I even did, performed any act or didn't perform an act. That's all. Yeah, but you see, but you see the situation is different. Like, have you ever been on child support before, brother? 
Yes, I was. I mean, I'm asking you man to man. Okay. Yes. Have you ever yes. defeated your case? No. I, okay. Well, I you did defeat it. But that was, see, when I was on child, I'm 52 years old. My young, the, the son that I was on mm-hmm. child support is 30 years old. So I was on it many years ago. And how I defeated the child support, I went into court and told them I was moving and I didn't, I don't know what I was going to make it. They suspended the child support indefinitely, and they never came back. And then at that time, me and his, his mom got on good standing, and she just sent him to live with me, so I never had to pay it again. I paid off the little bit okay, of $3,500 that I owed. I paid that off, and I never heard from him again. I didn't know anything about child support, how to beat it. I didn't start learning this until seven years ago. Yes, I have been on child okay. support. Yes. Yeah, but so, the whole the whole thing the, is, the way though, I beat it, it was through <laughs> making getting into better terms with his mother. That's how I beat it. I didn't yeah, but some people don't have it like that. You know, if, if things uh, would be good. I'm gonna like challenge that. you on that. I'm gonna challenge you on that. Yes, are there women out there very difficult to be with? And my son's mother was a very difficult woman to be with. She's the, she's the definition of most of the ones that people deal with. She was a very difficult woman to deal with at the time. You know, 18, right. when she was like 19, 20 years old, 20, 21 at the time, she was very difficult. To, in my eyes, she was. Okay? But what I realized is this. I, I understood this one fact about women that men do not want to admit is this. If I come in an honorable way and handle my business towards my son no matter what she do. Because one thing I told her, I said, there's nothing you can do that's going to get in the way of me having a good relationship with my son or taking care of my son. You can do whatever. I'm going to do what I need to do regardless. Now, and I also put it to her like this, and I looked her in the eye and I said, that do not ever get in between me and my son because that will be the day you and I will have some serious problems. And she took me seriously. Okay, now that wasn't a threat or anything. I just told her, I'm going to do this. I'm going to perform. I'm going to do my thing. And I and guess what? I kept my word. I deal with guys on child okay. support all the time. This is what it, the number one thing I see with a lot of guys I deal with, they'll tell the woman one thing and do another. And once you do that in a situation like that, she's never going to trust you. She's Yeah, she... She's going to go to the extreme because you broke your word. Isn't fair unsafe? Sometimes you can't keep your word. And when I couldn't do something, I called her and said, listen, I know I said this. I was going to do this in certain times. I can't do it this time, but this is when I'm going to do it. And she accepted that. See, I communicated. I didn't treat her like an enemy. She was still my son's mother, and I needed to have a a decent relationship with her if we were going to raise a child that's going to have a, 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 a good psychological profile coming up. It wasn't perfect. It didn't have to okay. while as time went on. Guess what? We didn't have any problems because I kept my word. I was reliable. She knew where I was. She knew what I was going to give her. Just because I wasn't paying child support to the system doesn't mean I wasn't helping or doing anything. She... Once I build up 
to give my end and kept my word and been a man about myself, then she respected me. A lot of you guys are not getting respect because y'all trying to force her to do something that she doesn't want to do, convince her instead of just leaving her alone and just you do your part and then she'll come along later. Because that's usually how it works. Women usually follow you, your lead after you prove yourself to be dependable. This does not, this does not mean uh, that that happens all the way, but in my life, I have, y'all can say what you want. I have three babies. Well, I mean, hey, but listen, hold on, hold on, brother. Okay. This is, I know this, we on another subject, but every man need to hear what I'm about to say. I have three baby mamas. After the first one, I never was put on the transport, but none of the other ones. Never. You know why? Because they knew what type of man I was. I wasn't a good man for them, but they knew I was a good man for the children. And they never challenged me anything. Right now, my daughter lives with me. That's how trusted I am. Because when I say I'm going to do something for my children, I do it. I make it happen. I don't make excuses. I'm broke. I'm this and that. I don't make the A woman don't want to hear those damn excuses about how much money you don't get. It's not your job to even tell her that. Your job is to, okay, I don't have it. How am I going to get it? That's your job. You don't give her. See, I never gave them excuses. I just, okay, right now it's a little, I'm going to get it done. Don't worry. I got you. Boom. That's all. That's it. Women are about results. They ain't about all of the stories. But let's get back onto the topic. We still don't have the proof that we okay. get. If you're not willing to give me the proof that I'm asking for, then I guess we don't have much more to talk about. I mean, to each his own. I, you know, I, I definitely respect where you're coming from, but not that many people have that kind of honor to actually say, okay, well, I'm not going to put that man through that. Even though he's honorable, I'm not going to put that man through that because you're still depending on the system that they give them the okay and the power to go ahead and be vindictive. That is not the way. The system wasn't meant to give I, I, I agree. For I us. agree they do give them the power, but I stripped the power away from her by being straight up. And when I needed to be serious, some I people, was serious. Some people are mature enough to have that conversation, but today Jeez. in this day and I, age, to each his own. When you're telling me these stories, I, I listen, no one can tell me. I traveled all the way from South Carolina with $200 in my pocket to go pick up my son from New York. That's all I had. That was, that was, I don't even think it was that much. So I just had enough money to get gas and maybe buy something to eat. Now, gas wasn't that expensive at the time. I don't think it was who, – who, in $200, it's not a lot to travel that far with because what if I got a flat tire, the car broke down, all these things. I did that. I was dedicated. It, was not, it wasn't about what she was doing. It was about what I needed to do. And I concentrated on myself and what I was doing. And through that, I built up a, a trust that she knows to this day that I got a certain level of respect that if – I say something, it's real. I don't have to. Did we go back and forth in the beginning? Yes, I went. I did all that young, stupid man, stupid stuff. I did all that. Then the old man said, "Listen, though, stop arguing with that woman. Just do your <laughs> part, and just when she start bringing up tra- drama, just ignore it." And when I took his advice, my life got so much better. 
And that's the problem. That's all day. We'll be trying to bring up the drama, and y'all be following that stuff up. Stop following. Okay. That's how you. Okay. Right now, my my daughter's mom, my my last my my baby girl. I'm on the do not call list, meaning my number is blocked from even calling her. <laughs> but I don't stress that. Hey, it is what it is. See, because she don't want to hear me say certain things, like, you know, I ain't going to go to all that person and stuff, but at the same time, where's my daughter at right now? She's at home, at my house. John of them don't want to hear the truth and be held accountable. I know that, but it ain't my That's job to tell the truth. I'm a I got a wife now. I don't have exactly. to tell even though I don't, even if I didn't, it ain't my job to tell the truth. Let her live her life, do whatever the hell you want. Right. My only focus is to take care of my daughter the best way I know how. That's it. Facts. Right. And that's all what it's all about. And when she put me on the whole, cut me off from, you know, calling her and blocking me, she did this has been like almost two years now. It's been a while. Uh, there were certain things I was still doing. Like I was paying internet bills over there, and I was paying the car insurance, the car that I had bought her. I was paying all of that stuff. I said, okay, you can have it that way, but guess what? I'm going to give you the title of the car. You put, go get your, get your own insurance. If we on that level where I can't even make a phone call, you'll get these benefits, and I stuck to it. See, being a man of your word is not just about what you do, you know, for, you know what you say you're going to do. Being a man of your word is listen. You're not going to get all these extra little benefits, and I can't even pick up the phone and just have a conversation about my daughter with you. You shut me down like that? Okay. I don't. The court already said I can have the car, but I gave you the car. So here's the car. Here's the title. Go get your own insurance. It's paid for. I paid for it. See, the problem with a lot of brothers, they're very immature. Sometimes it's pay to get people off your back. So paying for that car, paying it off and doing all that, that was a small price to pay to get rid of the drama out of my life. To have peace of mind. Look what Will Smith is going through. Right. I don't know. I see you know what what I'm they saying? say Will Smith is going through, but I don't, know. I don't know what him and Jada is doing. That's just what the media is saying. I haven't sat down with Will, nor have I sat down with Jada, so I can't really be sure about what's going over there. You know, that could just be all theatrics to keep them relevant. Who knows, you know? That's true. That's true. Well, so. Actor stuff. Yeah. 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 The, All right, brother. The whole thing I gotta is you go. Gotta go ahead it's almost and I got to go uh, make sure my daughter's okay, get to the house. But my email, hindsight1027 at Gmail, if you want to send me your redacted documents, I'll be happy to retract everything I say and say, yo, this brother showed me proof. And he was he was real okay. about what he said. All right, yeah. I, got, I, I didn't really want to show too much in the public, but I appreciate you having me. Yeah. We do it in the public, and we can we can negotiate on what you want me to talk about. I control. I don't have to tell, say exactly, but if if I if if, if what you send me and and I say oh it's proof, then I come on and say yes. And that brother that came on last week, he was real. He was real about what he was saying. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Peace, Billy, bro. Peace, appreciate bro. you. Hi. Hi, y'all. Oh, he said the checks came from the treasury, y'all. Yeah. 
All right, y'all. That's the end of the show. We got a couple of good calls. Everybody came in with the gentleman. Um, thanks for coming in. We didn't agree on everything, but he came in, and that was man enough to do that anyway. I, I, I respect that. But anyway, remember, we got the web, the seminar coming up April 23rd in New Orleans. New Orleans, the best place to get food. Uh, I will show it again so y'all can see it, wherever that is. There it is on the screen. It's Saturday, April 23rd, 10 a.m. to 4th. That's not that far away. Uh, <clears throat> I hope to see you all there. Uh, all right, remember the show, Independent Thinking Show, is on Sunday. Uh, Thursday is Divine Connection Show. My son hasn't been doing this show because he's been driving them trucks. He wore out, but he hopes to be back soon. All right? And with that being said, everybody, peace.